1: Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovich. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm janice Kudla. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Laxman. I'm Peter Turepko, and you're you're listening listening to the Game to Love podcast. Ah. Good evening, tennis fans. Here we are. It's a bit of a late night one, this one, isn't it? But we're here to bring you the qualifiers to watch. And uh, this one has been one we've been waiting for. The qualifi- well, the qualification matches got interrupted due to rain, so we couldn't do it yesterday. So now we're we'll bringing it to you today. And there's some crackers in there, JG. Let me tell you, I'm excited to go through them. How are you doing anyway? You all right.
0: Yeah, very good, mate. Uh, Obviously, we've got the qualifiers on the men's and the women's. We're going to start with the men's. And there is some very, very good names. Uh, 16 qualifiers for each. Apologies, we're a day late with this podcast. It was planned for yesterday. Wasn't able to do it, but we will be bringing it to you today. Uh, And just looking down the list of names, I know you've seen where they are in the draw. I have looked a little bit, but I've had a bit of a frantic day. So I'm looking forward to do it on the podcast. But just looking at some of the names who have qualified, we've got Trungaletti, uh terrible pronunciation, uh <laughs> Eubanks, Majorazak, uh, Oscarotti, Van der Zanslap, Don obviously someone we've had on the podcast. Well done to Go him. Oh Quentin Evgeny. Hells, Martara, Holger Roon, the informed man, Krezi, yeah. Molkan Huang, Laxinen, and podcast guests. Go guest. on, Henry uh and kemichel one of my favorites so we've got some good players who have qualified where do you want to start who's your number one out of all of these men's qualifiers to watch i know usually we both pick three each i think this we're going to do it a little bit different maybe we're going to come up with three together for each of them yeah i think so i'm going to let you go first with your number one qualifier to watch well,
1: I think it's it's a bit different because the way that we've done some of these other qualifiers to watch was normally during the last round of qualifying. They qualified and then they had quite favourable draws or they had a not too bad draw. I had a list of players that I was going to bring up, but it looks like their draws aren't particularly great. But I still think these are qualifiers to watch. Uh, two of them... My first one's going to be Holger Roon. And it just, unfortunately, he's been pitted against Novak Djokovic in the first round. But I think this is an exciting opportunity for this young player who's coming into this Grand Slam in really good form. And Novak Djokovic, I mean, I don't think anybody would want that as their first round match, Novak Djokovic. It's not a nice one. But I think Holger Rune he's been in exceptional form in the in recent weeks, and I'm actually excited to see. Like uh, the the when when pl- players are young, they don't have that sort of there's no, the nerves aren't there. They, he might come onto court, he might play free. Remember Jack Draper in yeah. Wimbledon? They come on, they play more freely. You. You see them, maybe even take a set off Novak Djokovic early on. I think it could be quite an exciting match this one, just because Djokovic hasn't had any warm-up tournaments. Yeah. So exciting, but I don't know. What do you see, Holger Rune? Do you see him troubling him or not?
0: Well, I'm looking down the list. I don't know if you've got anything up on the screen. I'm not on Streamyard. No, uh, don't. I'm, I'm, maybe I mean, get bring... something up just to support what we're talking about, because Holger Rune's in the form. Well, of I can his bring life. it up
1: if you want. Yeah, uh, well, do you playing... want me to bring up his his uh his recent stuff? Sorry to. Interrupt I think too. so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bring up, bring up whatever you want. Bring up something for Holger Room because he deserves it. He's been winning everything. It seems. I know he lost in uh, Kitzball, I believe, to Ryndernek. Um yeah, it was a very close one. You You've go. got since then. He's just been on the clay courts, smashing it up and playing so well. He's then transformed onto the hard courts. Wasn't sure if he could do it beat Laco, Kruger, and then Mats Morang. And Mats Morang's been playing very well. So, yeah. Olga Rune, as much as people are saying this is really unlucky for him to be playing against Djokovic, if you're going to beat him, it's going to be first round or second round. I think that's when he can be um, sometimes most frail uh, and beatable. Yeah. It's going to be a massive ask. I don't think he's going to really trouble him. But if he is able to beat Novak Djokovic first round, he's going to go down as a legend. Uh, It'll it have some crazy status, and it, what I look at is a great opportunity for Holger to announce himself on the world stage. I think he ultimately he'll be very happy if he's able to even take a set. I think Djokovic is just that much better than everyone right now, um, but who's to say he can't do something special? I think Djokovic is going to be a bit a bit wary, um, to say the least. He obviously played Jack Draper um, at, at Wimbledon, dropped a set there. Massetti. Mister, he, he, a few of these young guys, he's been dropping them. I don't think it's good to get into a habit of doing that. because no. You never know. What about if a player in his in two sets to love up and then he has an, an absolute blind in third? Exactly. Before Djokovic has a, a second to respond, he's found himself lost. Uh, he's lost the match. That's the worst thing to possibly happen. I don't think it is possible. But Holger Rune, I just wanted to highlight him. I'm glad you picked him first because he was one of my three as well on the men's who I think has... He's a big threat, uh, but obviously this was before we knew that he was going to be facing Djokovic and things are a bit different now.
1: Well, he's come off the back of two tournament wins and uh, he's come straight into this US Open qualification. Even though he was, the wins were on clay courts, he has come off the back of those and he's done well on the hard courts. And like we, you were saying, Lucas Laco, no schmuck on the on the hard courts mitchell kruger as well That's probably more notable because he's he is an american player playing at home and he did it did away with him handily six four six one yeah meringue people might look at this and think ah oh, well meringue's not all that you'll be shocked uh because meringue i didn't think he was going to be doing that well he beat chris o'connell very convincingly and that yeah. was one person i had probably as one of my favorites to be into the main draw. He breadsticked him in the second set. So yeah. sorry to see Chris go out. Obviously 126 in oil. Morang only 239 in the world. But
0: not hot and cold though. He's a good yeah. player in spells. He can have a great match and a terrible match. Uh, but Holgerun, a little bit more consistent. Yeah, I think he's going to be breaking the top 100 very soon. Oh, for sure. Maybe at the US Open, but I think it's going to be a big ask because he's going to have to get through, as we've just said, Novak Djokovic. <laughs> yeah. uh, I just want to go shout out to people in the chat. We've got Kathy here, one of our patrons. How are we doing, Kathy? Hey, how are you doing? Um, and she's asking, are we doing just men qualifiers? No, we'll be no? T- touching on the women's after this. We've obviously got some Raducanu hype, uh, as always. But nice. our second one... Seeing as you went for the first, I'm going to go for the second. Go for and it, and I think it picks it, it picks itself. If this wasn't your number one, then it's got to be number two, and that's Evo Karlovic.
1: Well, um, exactly, it
0: was the Serbian beast. I don't know how to really explain him. One of the oldest men on tour still playing. Forty two. Um, how old? Forty two is it? Yeah,
1: forty two years old. Yeah. Forty two years young. Let's call him Evo. And-
0: and it's going big... to be a bit of a sad one as well because this is his last tournament.
1: Well, what a send off, and what a first match that he has in this tournament. He's playing Andre Rublev in the first round. Not the type of person you want to be pitted up against, is it? If you're Andre Rublev, a no. massive server and somebody, if it's his last tournament, he's going to be giving it his all. As we've seen in the qualification, he's got through uh, Mih- Mihal, uh, is it Milo Havich from yep. serbia delian and Sugita, so uh, a few tie breaks in there uh, to be expected but still he's he's still winning and that was after uh, a three match losing streak lost to marchenko thompson and Bublik before that so come on evo we want to see one last big push from here can you test uh andre Rublev? what do you reckon
0: well, before we get into that, I just want to speak about Karlovic. He's had a great career. He really has. I think he peaked at, is it 14 in the world? Is that his best? Yes, yes. I'll that's let you 14. clarify. I'm just looking here. Um, and then, well, he's he's broke, He's broke. made history this year, um, beating, who was it? Pablo Anderha, Um, And he was the oldest player to win an ATP Tour match in 25 years after beating wow. him Delroy Beach. So he's still doing it at his age. And right now against Rublev, Rublev is going to be quaking. The reason being, he can't deal with big servers. We've seen recently he lost to John Isner twice, I believe. Um, he loses. He lost to Struff recently, didn't he? Another big server. And he yeah. hates playing against Zverev. He doesn't do well against big servers. We've seen it on the podcast the other day when we covered it um, yeah. in Cincinnati. He, well. he just doesn't deal with it well. And if you're worried about big servers... Karlovic is the man you should be worried about more than most because he's he's got the experience with it where he's consistent. He's not going to be done by the occasion. It's his last tournament. He's going to be going, full guns blazing. And I'm not sure what the odds are going to be for it. But I think the money's got to be Karlovich to take at least a set. You probably get good money on it. And I can't see how he doesn't take a set personally. Like, Rublev's not going to whitewash him. People could even say Karlovich beats him.
1: That's a tall order. I think it's a bit <laughs> disrespectful no, well, onto Andre Rublev, if I'm honest. This is the it, guy it's who just. Disrespectful
0: to Andre Rublev. It's disrespectful to Karlovic. What's Rublev done in a grand slam for you to be considering him as a big threat?
1: No, but I mean, this is first round and this is Rublev who just made it to the final uh, of a Masters. Uh, I think we got to give him a little bit more credit than that. Uh, I think that he, we could have some close sets. There's just part of me that thinks that he just doesn't have the ground game to uh, to trouble Andre Rublev. The forehand's going to be too powerful. Can he get it away from Rublev's forehand is the question. If he can't, it's going to be a short day at the office, I think, for Karlovic. I'm hoping he can test Rublev a little bit, and I'm hoping we see uh, a bigger last hurrah from him, but I'm not so sure. But I'm just excited for the spectacle of seeing Ivo Karlovic there. In the US Open once more and playing, well, one of the top 10 players in the world. Yeah. It's going to be exciting because Rublev, sometimes a bit of a slow starter. Karlovic might keep, catch him cold. You never know. Not catch it, a cold.
0: It's crazy. <laughs> Looking at the stats here for Karlovic over the years. Was played in 1998. Um, it goes back so far. <laughs> it's so more than 1999, to be fair. And just looking, all the slams, he's not had an amazing career. He has for longevity purposes, but he's not come close in any of them. Quarterfinals. The, the best ever were quarterfinal at Wimbledon in 2009. Aside yeah. from that, it's a few second rounds, third rounds. Um was doing quite well really, sort of, after 2014. He had a nice little spell there of a few rounds. Um, 2021, not started well at all. Wasn't at the, cool. in Australia, wasn't at Roland Garros, and didn't even get out of the first qualifying round. But, the U.S. Open, one big final hurrah from him. He's qualified. He's going to be in round one against Rublev. Can he do it? I really hope so. Uh, let's let's sing his praises a bit. Is, it's better than the, the clay one the, than the than Roland Garros. So he's got at least he's doing it, and in, in the at the U.S. Open, he's got more of a chance.
1: Let's try and sing his praises a little bit while we're here because he does have. Uh, some very good stats on his record and some that probably some of you aren't aware of. He has one win over Roger Federer. Uh, not many people can say that, can they? Four no. wins over Leighton Hewitt, uh, only to two losses. I mean, Roger Federer beat him 13 times, so we're not going to go too crazy on that one. Andy Roddick, he beat as well, lost five times though. Marat Safin, he had a winning record against him. Two wins, one loss. and. Look who he has a winning record against. Novak Djokovic. Two wins to one loss against <laughs> Novak Djokovic. Can you believe it? Big Evo. <laughs> yeah. So he has a winning record against the current world number one at the moment. So he's got to have some respect thrown on his name. Obviously, there is. Look at that. The sport in the 70s. <sighs> God, I love Evo. Uh, I hope that it all goes well for him. He's had a fantastic career and uh, he's definitely a name no one will forget. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, moving on to the third one on the men's before we touch sure. on the women's. I'm torn on this last one, so I'm going Go to on. let you help me decide. And I think it's going to be dependent on the draw. So maybe yeah. we can get the draw up and we'll have a look where some of these qualifiers are placed. Uh, is there any fascinating players who have been drawn? The names are on a short list I'll give you now is Maxime Crezzi in America. Okay. I think he can yeah. be dangerous. That's nice. Van Der Zanslop. Uh, I'm not going to pick Don Skoy. Sorry, Don Skoy. Sorry, Don Skoy. Um, and the last one was... Molkan. Molkan.
1: Yeah, I think it's... So got it's got them
0: three. And does any of them have any fascinating draws we can talk about?
1: Well, I think the, the last one on the list, I know that that was the one that you sort of said to me when we were sort of preparing. You said...
0: Molkan, top of the list for you. And well, he would have been one of my three as well. And not many people would have said it. The reason being, I saw what he did at the start of the year. Uh, I believe it might have been on the clay courts um, against Djokovic before Roland Garros. Uh, Did he play him in a final? And I know he lost. Yeah, yeah. He had a great tournament, knocking out some some top players. And you can see there, he's going to be pitted up against another qualifier. You'd fancy him. (laughs) To beat at if I'm honest, I know I like Kem as well, but I think Molkan's got a little bit more quality. Um, and then to play either of the Americans is Nora Nakashima. Who's to say Molkan can't be one of them bracket killers this tournament? Um, I, think he's, awesome. I think he's class and he's on a bit of a winning streak as well. Um, let me see if I can bring it up, unless you've got it there. I can bring it up, mate. Don't worry about that. No worries. Oh, yeah.
1: So let me just come out of this screen. I'll bring up another one just for you guys.
0: Molkan, here we go. He's 138 in the world. And some of the wins we've seen recently, uh, he beat Kola straight sets, Copyans, Elias. I don't think it was the toughest of qualifications well, for that. him. Deliberate. But prior to that, beating Mahak in straight sets, I think he's an awesome player. Well, look at in, the scores. In Czech Republic, it's just crazy. It's just look what- at- even whitewashing people.
1: He's not a challenger player anymore. Obviously, no, based on the no. semi-finals and the finals in the challenger, he's dropped two games in two matches, yep. which is ridiculous. How many breadsticks has he dished out there? How many baked goods has he dished out in that tournament? One, two, three, four, five, six baked goods in uh <laughs> in in five matches. That's good going, and I think well, Camille Madrazac that. Well, not, no surprise, Camille's in the draw as well. He's another good player as well. I'm not sure if he's on the same level as Molcan, though. Malkan's been a, yep. sort of a surprise package this year. He's oh, come mate, out of he's nowhere. Flying.
0: He's flying. He's going to be a top 100 player soon as well. Add him to the list. I'm a big fan of him, as you can see. Maybe not someone people talk about a lot, but I had to bring him up on this podcast because he was one of my three. Uh, and I, I just I want to sing his praises because I think he's, he's quality. Um, just looking back to that Belgrade tournament, well, the Djokovic Open, as some of us was calling it. He beat Delbonis in that tournament, who and Delbonis wasn't losing to anyone on clay. He beat no. Vidasco, Christian uh, Medjavic. Um, Look at the other And then since there. then, he's beaten Delian, Mega.
1: <laughs> Look at the scores again, though. In that <laughs> yeah, he dished up three three bagels in two matches in a row <laughs> it's crazy I, I,
0: I know you get a lot of encouragement from that but players like that worry me slightly uh, i know you've always been like that haven't you they worry me these players who win quick because i feel they've only got that that trick up the sleeve and if they don't win quick they lose so if anyone can sort of trouble them a little bit and get them to the business end and and really Put a spanner in the works and be very resilient, getting shots back what they necessarily shouldn't be getting back. A lot of the times that the cards just sort of fall, and I, and that's a big worry for Molchan. I want to see a bit more endurance and um, grit and determination from him. But looking at his last match, maybe we did see some of that against Elias. You can see there, eight six yeah. and a tie break. He fought back. He really did yeah. after losing that second set. Many times his head drops.
1: Face match um, points as well yep. in the tiebreak. Two match points saved and yep. then took his only match point in the final set tiebreak. So showed resolve.
0: Yeah, we've got Almino here saying this is hardcore. He loses to Isna or Nakashima's second round easy. <laughs> it, quite possibly. But I, I just want to highlight it now because I think I wouldn't be massively shocked if Nakashima beats Isna and Molkan beats Nakashima. There's just a bit of an outsider, a bit of a wild one. Um just watch out for our man, Alex Molkan. So our three qualifiers we spoke about for people just joining us, uh, to clarify were number one, you had Holkaroon. Number two, Evo Karlovich, Karlovic. and three was <laughs> well, Molkan.
1: Well, okay, but the the first two are playing Top ten players. It's really difficult, but yeah. they're just players that you should watch. These are just players. I'm not going to say they're going far. I'm just saying you should watch these players. Evo last tournament ever deserves to be watched against uh, Rublev, and Holger Rune. He's just in hot form, and he's one of the best youngsters on tour. Playing against Novak Djokovic, who hasn't done any warm up tournaments, so. <laughs> Could be exciting and then obviously molcan's just been having a bit of a stormer in the in the past few months so who knows he could be he could be the next big he'd be the, be the next Karatsev. who knows <laughs> we i never just want to know. give a notable
0: mention to um uh laxenan i think he's yeah got he's wrong. for sure crazy as well Laxinen and crazy are two which will feel a bit hard done by not being in there but we could only pick three um, Laxinen for sure they both they both can be very dangerous i think crazy that you and america mate he he seems to just always be in these qualifications and he just always finds a way to qualify uh i think I'm for, i think maybe in the, the third round of the lot of wimbledon they just i i like him i love his energy um and he can be super dangerous too
1: yeah uh, i totally agree maybe we should move on to the women's side yeah. so that we can have a look at that i'm just going to bring up uh, the draw on my side so i can have a little look
0: well, uh, I think there's no secrets really in where uh, we're going to start. Uh, yeah, um, exactly. I'll, I'll ask you the question, but who is your number one qualifier to watch? I feel like it's... we're going to have the same one here.
1: Yes, we are definitely going to have the same one, and um, I don't know if you're as excited as I have been in the in the past few days, but I know we've been texting each other like mad back and forth. Uh, as the results have been coming in, sort of trying to catch as much as possible. It is Emma Raducanu. Look out, she's qualified, uh, beating Bibian Shufs, uh, one of the podcast guests, a uh, friend of the podcast. Sad to see Shufs out, but Raducanu made short work of her. Then uh, Bulkvadze uh, six three seven five, and then uh, Sharif. Yeah. Who I thought this was going to be a real tough matchup for a big, hard well, hitting. Definitely. She's addiction. one of the higher
0: seed qualifiers. She's the full seeded yep. quali- qualifier. And just on that, before we do all the Radicanu hype, I just want to mention all of the names who did qualify like we did for the men's. Sure. We've got Anna Cunha, uh, Smilova, uh, Parizas Diaz, uh, Radicanu, of course, Buxa, Marino, Ruse, Katie Bolter, Grama Takapalu. Uh, Sharma, Pliskova, Harriet Dart, Danilovic, Galfi, Mazarova, Loeb. Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm always a bit... <laughs> no, of, uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a mouthful, specific.
0: them names, but there is some what I do like the look of. I really do. And take it away, Emma Raducanu, 150 in the world, 18 years old. We watched her in the final, unfortunately lose to Clara Towson. She played amazing, though, that whole yeah. tournament. And the way she's handled the qualifi- the qualifiers here have been impressive. You can see there, two, two breadsticks she served up in two of the matches. I'm just liking the look of her. She's dangerous as hell. She's going to be another one. I'm pretty confident in the top 100 very soon. If she can keep playing the way she's doing, how far can she go at the US Open though? Because her draw is, it couldn't really get much tougher. I looked through some of the other qualifiers. The worst. I know you say that, but there's about, I think there's two others I would say what would be harder.
1: Go on then. Uh, I can't can't remember
0: them now, but I'll have to bring them up.
1: For me, it's the worst draw a qualifier could get. Uh, Well, krajikova is possible oh
0: of course krajikova that's the one that's one of them and i'll tell you the other mm, one
1: now. i'd say jen Brady is probably worse we're in america uh that's the Not that's the one
0: Krijakova.
1: i think i think it is i think jen brady is a harder hitter i think krajikova she's just a, a more of a, get, a percentage tennis player
0: i think eager savantek was my other one as well oh, yeah them yeah. two would have been the toughest ones
1: I still think Brady. For me, Brady would have been yeah. the nightmare pick. And I know we went through it and we said those sort of three in that section, wasn't it? Svitolina. Yeah. Yeah, that's Someone's a mean gone. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing that bugs me the most out of all of it is she beat Sharif in the final round of qualifying. What do you get as your reward for beating Sharif in the final round of qualifying? You get to play Jen Brady. What does Sharif get? She gets a lucky loser spot to play Kalanina. What's going on? Who's making these uh, draws? Because the lucky loser should not go through against somebody easier than somebody who's actually just beaten that person. I don't know. Maybe it's just. Just me saying that, but no, no, it's not me. just
0: you. It winds me up as well. I think it's it's terrible, it's just not fair. Radu Khan has been penalised for beating Sharif. Should have been yeah. better off losing that match. Um literally. I don't know what else. It's just it's just the way it goes sometimes, sport. Unfortunately, I don't think you can really blame anyone, it just happens these things. Um, let's just hope Emma has a has enough to beat Brady. I know we've got something so. you can you could be a bit uh thankful for. Uh, and that's Jen Brady's a bit injured. Uh, it's not good. You never wish injury on anyone, but it may give Rado a chance to beat Brady if she is a little bit injured.
1: Well, I'm not. Yeah, we're not wishing injury upon anyone. No, and I really, I really hope that she's not injured because I really want to see that match. If she isn't injured, is the match of the first round for me out of all of the other women's matches. I know that you're going to say I'm biased and. Because well, i you just definitely wanna... are
0: I think you're getting carried away big time I love rani but she doesn't even make my top five matches in the first round um, yeah, for me it, for it's me the that... i think you definitely are getting wrapped up in the hype more than ever i i'm I'm all for it don't get me wrong but there's some great first round matches on the women's she maybe pips it in at number five
1: we're talking about wow well, you gotta remember here Jem Brady is a grand slam hardcore finalist
0: yeah Uh, this
1: this this is how serious this is this is how good jen brady is and radu Kanu, she just made it to the fourth round of wimbledon and now she's just demolished the qualification by the looks of it it's it's so encouraging and so the fact she got to the, the the final of a challenger lost to towson just she beat some good players on the way there it just all seems to be going in the right direction. And I'm really, I'm not, I'm not wishing anything but the best for her. I don't want to put any jinx on her. I just want her to do well. And I just want this match against okay. Jem Brady to just be a real, I don't know. I just want it to be a real exciting matchup. I don't want there to be injuries. I don't want there to, I just want both of them to go out there, play their the best. tennis match.
0: player on the day. I hope they win. Exactly I really do. right. Yeah. But what I'll ask you is, who's going to be playing the better tennis? Who's going to win that match?
1: Well, after watching some of Raducanu, well, we covered Raducanu Towson, and that's some of the best tennis that we've we've covered in a in a while. I'm not going to lie, that was actually a really exciting yeah, was... match and high level. I'm actually excited to see how Clara Towson does as well. Yeah. I think that she really could do well in this tournament if she gets, I think she against Burrell in the first round.
0: Yeah, that's and right. The yeah, of Clara's, isn't it? That's
1: it, yeah. So I think that could be exciting. And they'll probably
0: get the reward. Whoever wins the Clara battle get Barty, you reckon? Oof. Second Oof.
1: round. Mean. <laughs> Great reward. Well, could, Ta-
0: could Towson knock out Burrell, then Barty? Oh, I don't
1: know. I think it's just it's a big a little off, but the business. women's
0: is certainly open.
1: It's a little bit of like a too much too soon. When you talk about Bart, like it's like the next level, isn't it? When you go to to Ash Barty, I just, just want just to as go an
0: inclination to... though before we go into the next one. No, I just want to go think... to the draw. Sorry. Okay, going to the draw. Do you... are you actually going to be doing putting Roddick through tomorrow against Brady when we do the the How bracket preview?
1: There, you try and get a sneak peek on what I my bracket is. I'm just <laughs> interested to know are
0: you gonna are you gonna do no, that? I can't tell you that. It.
1: I can't tell you that now. How dare you? Are you trying... Just
0: tell, give me a little inclination whether you're going to do it or not. Might be. <laughs> because when I saw it, I... Oh. <laughs> um... You thought what? I-, I thought you was always gonna be going <laughs> Radukano. I don't think a matter that, who that,
1: she was playing. It could have been playing like it
0: could have been a song. I think it would have been Radu if for you. Oh,
1: <laughs> if we get that match up, God, let me tell you. Let, but this is what I mean. Let's just have a quick look. I know it's just getting carried away, blah blah blah. But it's interesting to just to see who is in oh, Radu You're definitely
0: getting carried away. Well, it's just
1: I just like to see it. That's all. I just wanna see if if she does beat Jen Brady, who is well, arguably the best person there if she was on her form. You've got, well, Cerebra's Tormo in there. Yep. Haley Baptiste is still a really good player. Yep. Zhang, Shei Su Wei in there. Mukova. It's not a nice section, is it? It's a pretty horrible section. And then you go to the top and you've got Ash Barty there. So you could only probably get oh. as far as one, two, three, four. Couldn't we Ash- see
0: Towson versus Radu Khanna? <laughs> well, again they in the fourth round in the fourth round. But <laughs> let's not get too ahead of ourselves. i like and I think we've done enough of Radu Khanni for yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's move on to our second pick. Um, I know you picked the first one, so maybe it's only fair if I pick the second. Let's have a little look down my list. And out of them names, I think you've got to only go one place, and that is going to be the number one seed yeah. qualifier, Anna Cunha. And I was talking to you about where I find it ludicrous. She's still a qualifier I you, know. to, you can't get into these tournaments. It just doesn't seem fair. She she batters everyone in the qualifiers. She's a lot better than a qualified type player. I know she's 87 in the world, and because of her injury, she's sort of coming back and getting back into form. She's just been she's been losing some matches I expect her to win when it matters. And because of that, she's just always going to be in this same cycle of having to go through the qualifiers she, she's a top 50 player no doubt um it's a matter of time until she gets there but she just needs to get the matches under her belt so she can move up and get a better seed and get into these tournaments through the main draw rather than having to go through qualifiers but she went yeah. through the qualifiers and just demolished everyone um, yeah Fetical, grabner vogel i'm looking at it, it was just an obliteration if i'm honest she's been in okay form there's been some a bit suspect. I think losing to Dietchenko, I thought that was a bit of a shock. Um, yeah. Didn't see that. Whereabouts was that? That was a, a challenger in that Chicago. Was Radu, one, yeah, but... That was
1: the Raducanu one, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, that was
0: the Raducanu one. Daniel Collins, I can totally understand that. She was in top, hot, hot form. Um, was that in the final? No, it was in the semi-final. Same I think is. Daniel Collins went on to win that event uh, yep. in San Jose. But aside from that, she's been winning a lot of matches. She really has. She's had a, she's had a very good uh, return to injury. Not, I think probably hard courts, maybe one of her strongest surfaces as well. She can play on clay though. Um, her, probably what's one of her biggest results we've seen um, so far. I think I've beaten Asario Serrano on clay. That tournament in Belgrade, I thought was amazing from her. She beat Putin, Saver, Podoroska, Asario Serrano. and Serrano was winning yep. everything at that stage and then lost in the final to Badoza um, through injury. But that little spell she had at the start, amazing how far can she go here well who's she going to be playing first of all
1: well exactly right mate it's uh it's very exciting just to see kunya in good form going into a tournament and especially as she had that injury as well i was a bit worried uh, obviously she dropped out to bedoza in that one not fernandez, the easy... yeah it's not the easiest first round draw yeah that's what i was going to say leila fernandez is somebody who's on the come up leila fernandez a dangerous can, young canadian player so that one i wouldn't say it's written in stone that cunha gets out of that match to be honest unscathed because no. fernandez is gonna be well i think she's looking good at the moment she's one of those players that i always like shy towards as well i know it's a bit bad to just i am not. it's not favorite favoritism but it's just when you've got Sounds these, like it's <laughs> just when you've got the, the youth of tennis coming through. I'm really trying to push for it. She had some results recently Cincinnati qualification. She beat Begu. She she beat Ruse quite convincingly. She bageled Ruse, yep. uh, two in love. Went out to risk in the first round, though. Uh, she, she got beaten by Krychikova uh, in the Olympics, beat Yastremska though. Uh, that's what I mean. It's a little bit up and down though, her form. Well, she she can
0: play. Are you talking well. Layla Fernandez. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not been that encouraged by her this year. She's a quality player. I think she's gonna still need some development. It's not been a break for a year for her at all. I think Anna Cunha could well beat her. And if she yeah. does, she could be playing Putin Saver, someone she's well oh, obliterated in the earlier on in this year. So you never know. Anna Cunha, she's the number one seed. She's got blitz through qualifying, and she could have go for a few rounds here. Until she potentially faces off of Naomi Osaka, so Ooh. she could have a great tournament, couldn't you? And one to watch, no doubt about it.
1: She definitely is. Uh, it was a real. The first two sort of picked themselves for our like ones to watch. Yeah. The next one, I don't know. I, I'm sort of torn a little bit on my next one. I don't know if you've got a different person to me.
0: Well, I feel like we may be picking the same person, but I'll give you a few options who you can pick from, and I think I know who you're going to go for. I think it's got a, the one you're edging towards, Paris as Diaz. Mm. Got to have a mention. I yeah. think Marino is another one, and maybe even Katie Bolt or Ashley Katie Bolt,er Katie Balter.
1: Katie Balter, mate. I think that that's the the name well, you're going to
0: pick her over Paris mm. Diaz. I would go more no. for Paris Diaz.
1: I'm I'm more for... I just like the fact that the people that she's beaten in the qualifying as, as well. She beat Diachenko. She beat Kukova as well. Two decent players in the qualifying, so she hasn't had it easy. She took Sabalenka to three sets, remember, recently. She's been playing well, didn't she? Uh, she took Osaka close as well, didn't she? Uh, not so long ago. So it's... she ha- She's a strange one, really, when you think about Katie Balter, because... On a day, she can actually mix it with the best in the world. So, wait, is it official it
0: off. she's going to be our third pick?
1: No, it's not official. <laughs> <Okay>. I mean, <laughs> I, I said to you before the tournament, I like Paris Astias. I don't know why. Because we need par- to
0: agree on our third. We've had our three for the men. The first well, two picked itself. The third one for the women's is going to be me tough. Purpose. I'll let you pick who you want to pick. I've just well, said some names who I like.
1: Well, for me, I'm going to go with nurlia This is a bit weird because she's 30 years old. She's just come into some really good form this year. It's Nuria Paria, uh, I say it right, Parizas Diaz is her name. And I've just been excited. I mean, I've sent you some of her form like a a couple of weeks ago, and I I just think what she's been doing, she's qualified so easily as well, as you can see here. and. She's. If we, we go back down some of her form, obviously she lost to Anissimova there in that match, but Anissimova, really good player on the hard courts. You see there, she won a tournament, an ITF. I know people will say it's only an ITF. Radu Khan, sort of dropped out of that match, unfortunately. Who knows how that match might have gone. She beat Min, Loeb, Kawa, and Minen in that tournament. But let's go back down to some more of her form, though, because there has been even more form. From uh, Paris Astiaz. Let's look down. Look how much green there is on her form. That's what I'm sort of alluding to here. The thing
0: what people are going to say is she's not playing the highest caliber of players. She's 30 years old, like you said. A bit of a late bloomer. A bit of an Aslan Karatsev-style player who's coming to form later on. And she's at her career high right now of 94 in the world. She's never reached that high. How far can she go? Well, let's see, because she's more of a clay quarter, let's be honest. Um, I prefer her on the clay from what I've seen. But she's not done too bad here at the US Open. It's the first time she's ever got into a Grand Slam as well, Further she's ever got before, all this year, and that's the third qualifier. If I'm honest, I can't really say I know too much about her. Up no. until recently, she's a name who sort of just sprung on the scenes. I'm not sure if she was even playing much on the tour. Um I can't find too much either. So it just seems like she's been <laughs> here. Maybe she had an injury. She was out for a few years. It looked like a whole career of ITFs, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, but recently, come back and playing amazing.
1: Yeah, definitely. She's been on the tour since 2011, by the looks of it, based upon her fine, well, since she's been getting into the finals. And uh, they've all been there, like you're saying, all ITFs, no WTA events, but she does have 22 22 ITF titles to her name. She has five ITF titles to her name this year and uh, her last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight finals, she has won. And that is very impressive, really. And not the worst uh, people that she's playing in these finals. She's played Anna Fri- uh, Anna Friedham, uh Kagla bukacci and uh, Greet Minnen as well. There's just a few of the names that she has beaten. I just think it's exciting. When these players are slightly older and they suddenly have a run of form, something just clicked. Maybe there's a change of coach. Maybe there's okay. just something else. Maybe there's something that she's really trying to win for. That's all yeah. you just don't I think. Know. She's going to be
0: hungry as well, really hungry. This is her first grand slam. She's going to be fighting for every ball. Her first match, Coraceva, it's actually winnable as well. She can, yeah, she could win that match. Probably so. will be rewarded with a match up against Badoza. I'm not sure if she beats that more, the younger Spaniard who's more in form and a little bit better of a player. Yeah, uh, but I think she'll be absolutely thrilled if she can win her first match and one to watch. Maybe not this tournament because she's not done amazing things. I know you're saying these ITFs, but until we see her on the WTA tour yeah. pulling off more consistent results, then we can talk about her as one who can progress into a slam. I don't see her. She'll be lucky to win a match. But just one to keep your eye on, um, a player we talk about every now and then. We like her on the clay court. She did win a title this year. Um, let me see if, where it was. I forget now. It was in Sweden on the clay courts, beating Olga Govowska in the final. So she's having the the time of her life, 90-odd in the world. I reckon she could be knocking on the door, top 50 as well, because she's that good. And in the clay court swing, she's a bit of a Casper Rude. I can see her cleaning up a few, uh, because there's not loads of really amazing clay court players on the women's side, if I'm honest. Of course, there's a lot of them, but there's different opportunity for someone like this. The Aslan Kratziv of the women, maybe.
1: I think she can mix it on hard and clay if I'm honest. I think that her uh, last tournament uh, she won in Land uh, Landisville, which was a uh, uh, one of those ITF like 100s, so like a uh, well, quite a substantial win. I think that was her biggest one. Like obviously the the biggest uh, prize money. So that was really good. It was a really tight match against Greek Min and two tie breaks that so she won uh, 9-7 in the final set tie break. So Exciting, though. I'm excited for her. This is her first Grand Slam. (laughs) Come on, Nuria, let's go. Gracheva's a tough matchup, though. She's just beaten Kostyuk recently. Bogdan's a Danzig, so it's not an easy matchup. But
0: I feel like Bolt is a bit hard done by. She could easily have been number three. I know you're talking about. She ran Sabalenka close, didn't she? At Wimbledon, I believe she took a set off her. Yes, playing really well. Just to address the chat, we've got tennis fans saying, when are you guys making the picks for the draws? We will be doing that where we go through match by match, doing all of the picks tomorrow. So we're doing the men's and women's tomorrow. So make sure to join us for that. I think we're going to wrap this one up here. There are qualifiers to watch on the men's and women's. I think if we have to pick one from each, um, I'll let you go first.
1: So I'm picking Jake Paul from the men's. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, the the men's, I don't know, the men's is tough. The women's I'm going Radu Kanu all day long. You know that you can't you can't change my mind uh, from that one. The men's is tougher because I think it's just I don't know. Molcan's probably the one who has the best chance to go through. So but I would say watch Holger Roon. I think that one would be probably the most entertaining of all the matchups and uh definitely just it's Karlovic could be Karlovic's last match every time he plays so go and watch that one as well
0: well I'm going to pick mine I'm going to be Ivo Karlovic on the men's one I think nice. he can even beat Rublev I'm going to put it out there and Anna Cunha <laughs> I like his draw I like her sorry I like her <laughs> draw She's not playing on the men's she has a real shot as well so they're going to be my two picks I know you've gone Raducanu I'll let you have that I think it's going to be a big ass getting through Brady even though she's injured um But let's see. We've we've got, obviously, US Open action coming thick and fast. We'll hopefully do some watch-alongs when we can. But for now, uh, we'll love you and leave you and and talk to you very soon. Yeah.
1: Uh, Before we go, Jake Paul or Tyron Woodley, JG? Come on, give us your pick.
0: Well, I'm quite excited for that match. I think (laughs) we've got it. What's it? It's not tonight, is it? It's the next night. Tomorrow night, yeah. Um, I think Woodley beats him. I think he's in his head slightly, so...
1: It, is, it seems a little bit like he's not playing up to the uh, the games, is he? He's like all of the. Uh, the I was silliness. quite impressed with
0: the sit down thing in the way Woodley handled it. So I'm actually maybe I was Jake before, but Woodley now. The he antics
1: are not getting to him, are they? No. It's not. He's not biting. Even if he brought he brought up his mum and he didn't bite to that either. He's just he's. I think he's waiting for the big power punch <laughs> during the fight. That's where he's going to do his talking. It's going to be exciting. Look yeah. forward to
0: it. See you guys soon. Make sure to like and subscribe. Sports Social Podcast Network.